0: Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, episode number 259. This is your host, Peter Renton, founder of Lend Academy and co-founder of Lend at Fintech. Today's episode is sponsored by Lend Fintech USA. The world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking is going virtual. It's happening online September 29th through October 1st. This year, with everything that's been going on, there will be so much to talk about. It will likely be our most important show ever. So join the fintech community online this year, where you will meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Lend Fintech. Lending and banking connected. Sign up today at Lendit.com slash USA. Today on the show, I'm delighted to welcome Rochelle Gorey. She is the CEO and co-founder of Spring 4. Now, Spring 4 is a super interesting company. They're in the financial wellness space. And what they're really focused on is helping lenders who have borrowers who may be struggling but help those lenders provide resources to these borrowers, vetted resources that can really help these borrowers get back on their feet and therefore help them repay the loan. So we get into that in some detail, how it all works. Rochelle goes through some examples. She talks about how what the increased engagement has been like. Obviously, for her, this has been a very busy time as as consumers are struggling like never before, certainly more consumers than ever before. are struggling to repay their loans. And so we we talk about the different types of services they offer, the different types of resources that they provide, how they're able to keep this this list up to date. And there's there's a huge number of resources that they're really focusing on here. And they, they talk about what the difference it makes for the consumer and for the lender itself. They talk about the recent report they've released that demonstrates sort of the what's been happening this year because it certainly has not been a very typical year. We talk about how how the banks uh, measure this and how you know how they kind of implement it into collections departments uh, and really what they what they've got planned for the future. It was a fascinating interview. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Rochelle
1: Thank you, Peter. Great to be here
0: okay Well, nice great great having you so. Let's just get started. Uh, I know you've been doing Springfall for, for quite some time now, but let's just get started with giving the listeners a little bit of background about, the, about what you've done in your career, uh, particularly before Springfall.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So I've spent my entire career, uh, more than 25 years, working with financial institutions and nonprofits to create affordable lending products, helping people get into home ownership. And then, of course, how do we make certain when people are in homes that we can create sustainable homeownership opportunities? So that led me to do a lot of work around foreclosure intervention. I helped create some of the first ever foreclosure intervention programs in the country, home ownership preservation initiative through Chicago Neighborhood Housing Services of Chicago, along with the city of Chicago. And I actually worked with uh, then Senator Obama to create some of the first state regulations against predatory lending. So my experience ranges from program development to policy and advocacy work, really focusing in on how do we help create good, affordable lending products that help increase and revitalize neighborhoods and increase people's opportunity to ownership. Right,
0: right. Okay. And then so then what led what led to the founding of Spring4? What was sort of the catalyst, the idea you had there?
1: Yeah, so I had been working on a consulting project. So I left Neighborhood Housing Services of Chicago in 2005 when my first daughter was born and I started consulting and I was working for a large mortgage servicer trying to better understand their workflow when they were serving delinquent borrowers and in a conversation I had with a servicer at the time they were sharing and telling me that they were able, their call center agents were able to look upon their screens and look at the foreclosure laws because foreclosure laws vary state by state. Mm -hmm. And so they needed to understand what those laws were when they were dealing with a delinquent borrower. And I really had an aha moment that led me to think, well, if it's possible for a call center agent to see various foreclosure laws, what if we were able to populate their screen with the various different nonprofit and government resources that were available to assist borrowers when they were behind on their mortgage. So that was the idea behind uh, Spring 4. And my co-founder and I, Dr. Michael Collins, he now leads the Center for Financial Security at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. He and I decided we would figure out a way to build the technology that would make it easy and efficient for lenders to connect borrowers to vetted nonprofit and government resources uh, where they lived.
0: Okay. Okay. So then, so, and you launched, so you launched before the last financial crisis, right? So.
1: We did. Um, we, we saw the writing on the wall and, you know, we had been working in the communities and really had an understanding that when people get into financial difficulties and challenges, they really don't know where to turn for help. They're, I think today is still true. There's a lot of shame attached to financial difficulties. So people weren't sharing their issues, their troubles. So they didn't know about resources often right in their own backyard. And yet we knew there were lots of different nonprofits available to assist people. And so we wanted to build that bridge to make that connection happen. And we also knew that banks who had you know, very large portfolios of troubled borrowers spread across the country they too needed that information because it's really, you know, a lender, it's not really their job to understand and figure out all of the various different nonprofits in all of the communities that they have loans and borrowers.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because obviously the last financial crisis was really led by real estate and some of the, the bad real estate practices and, and it sounds like your background was very well suited to for that but this this crisis is different and it's not led by real estate and it may end up we don't know exactly how bad it's going to be we did we just found out today that the gdp in the second quarter was uh Negative thirty-two point something percent, yeah. so uh, which are an all-time record. So we, you know, we, we know that people are going to be struggling, and I know people have been struggling. Obviously, a lot of people have become unemployed. Uh, so I, I'd love to get a sense of the overall the arc of your uh, company and your offerings this year. So you know, so we started January and February, and things were pretty normal. How have things kind of escalated for you guys since March?
1: Escalation is a good word to describe it. You know, I think the word of the year is unprecedented. Um, we're seeing an unprecedented level of interest and demand for spring four. Right when COVID hit, we knew that we were and we should be part of the solution. Spring four was built to help people when they experienced a the financial crisis. So this is really right in our wheelhouse, what we were you know, built to do. Certainly, I never imagined that we would be operating during a global pandemic, but I'm very proud of what we've built and our ability to get it out quickly to assist the financial institutions and their borrowers. So, our team quickly got to work to increase our tech capacity so that we could increase our time to deployment. We already have a fast time to deployment with large financial institutions because we're not directly integrating into any of their systems, but we took that time from 30 days down to two weeks. So um, anyone that's interested in working with Springboard, they can get our solution out very quickly to be able to assist their borrowers and their customers. And then we also, our data team knew from our experience what type of resources people would need, and they got busy researching and vetting additional COVID-19 resources. So within two weeks, we built out three new service categories, COVID-19 financial health and financial assistance, so that our customers, our clients could present those to their borrowers front and center and be part, utilize SpringForce as part of their COVID-19 response.
0: Right, right. So, so who are the who are the kind of lenders that you're working with? I know you've I know you've worked with some, yeah, you know, traditional banks and fintechs. But maybe I'd love to get a sense of who you were working with before and who has come calling in the last uh, last few months.
1: Yeah, sure. So we have built up a very impressive track record working with financial institutions of all sizes and types, including fintechs and credit unions. We also work with nonprofit organizations. So we've worked with anyone from BMO Harris Bank to US Bank to C Bank to FinTech organizations like End- LendUp, Opportune, Innova. Elevate is one of our newest clients. Um, we are super excited to see that many banks, again, of all types and sizes, have come to us since COVID 19 hit. We've actually done 10 deployments since January. So As you know, in this um, area of fintech and building relationships with banks, it can take a long time to put those partnerships together. So the fact that we've done 10 already this year, and we have several more in the pipeline, meaning that we're working through the contracts right now and already working in to do deployment documents with those organizations. So I can't name everyone today, and I wish I could, but I will say that a handful of them represent institutions in the top 10 financial institution category. So I believe that financial institutions understand that they should and can be part of the solution for people who are suffering as a result of COVID-19. So they have come to us, they understand that we deliver, and we can create impacts for uh, the bank's bottom line and for their customers. So I think what we're seeing is the result of a 15-year journey, right? Like it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of hard work patient and the ability to deliver. And we have all of those things and we have what people need right now. So it's been very validating, but yet humbling too. And we're just very proud to be able to serve during right.
0: this time. So I'd like to sort of dig into a, a real concrete example if we could. And let's just say I, I'm a I'm a borrower. I have a loan with XYZ Bank that happens to be have the Spring 4 system. And I call in and I say, you know what, I don't have a job anymore. I, I can't make I can't pay down this loan. Um, what what does the call center representative say?
1: Yeah, so that's a perfect example. So uh, a call center rep that has access to the Spring 4 Pro tool, which is a call center tool, It was built for call center agents to be able to deliver vetted, curated financial health resources when someone is struggling to pay. So there's a couple of ways that our clients do it. They either just off the bat offer Spring 4 referrals to every client, understanding and knowing that most people will react positively and benefit from vetted financial health resources. The other thing that can happen is they're listening, they're trained to listen in for cues to understand what is getting in the way of that person making a payment, and then being able to provide directed resources in that category. So with Spring 4, we've built up essentially a database of over 25 spending or service categories. So anything from food savings to help reducing prescription drug costs, reducing heating and utility costs, financial counseling, Um, You know, employment resources is a big one right now, certainly. So when they hear those cues, they can ask that borrower, well, Peter, it sounds like you're really struggling with unexpected medical expenses or high prescription drug costs. Would you like to receive a referral for a nonprofit that provides assistance in those areas? And then they'll go ahead and either verbally give that to the borrower over the phone and or send off an email to that borrower so that they know where to turn for help. And it's really important to note that with Spring Four, we're only making referrals to nonprofit and government agencies. The idea is we want to route people to organizations whose mission it is to assist them. Unfortunately, what we saw during the last crisis, and unfortunately, it's not any different today with the pandemic, there's lots of unscrupulous actors out there mm-hmm. that prey on people who are experiencing financial challenges.
0: Right, right. So I want to just dig in a little bit to you know, you, you talk about nonprofit and government agencies, and obviously, not all not all um, nonprofits are created equal. Not all government agencies are created equal. Right, Canada. right. How do you know? Because you, you you know, obviously, this is a local problem. You're not going to go. You want to send someone to their local neighborhood. How do you know exactly you know, here in Denver, Colorado, where I'm sitting? How do you know that? The, like the food, the food security you know, help or the employment help or whatever it is you're referring to, how do you know that they are still doing a good job? They're not like completely overwhelmed. And like, right. how, like how do you know that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm happy to answer that because it's truly one of our differentiators. So the way that our solution works, we employ a professional data team so everyone that is on our data team has a background in community development and nonprofit work. So they really have an understanding, a kind of foundation or core understanding of nonprofits, how they deliver their services and what it takes to make a good organization. So. We are not doing any internet scraping. This is we do this the old fashioned way with real people calling organizations, finding out about, you know, assessing their track record, reputation to assist and funding levels. And I'm glad you also mentioned, you know, funding because it is a challenge right now. Organizations are seeing, you know, huge surges in demand for their resources. So one of the values that we deliver to our clients is we are consistently I want to say almost constantly reviewing the organizations in our database, making sure that they have the capacity to serve. We never want to direct a borrower to a dead end. And you can imagine um, working with financial institutions, very high reputational risk. So we uh, make sure our data is very clean, very up-to-date, very accurate. We've built a proprietary data portal, and we have systems in place that allow us to Regularly vet those organizations. And once an organization is in the Spring Four platform, we go back in and make certain that they're still able to deliver on that promise of service. One of the reasons we built the COVID 19 categories was to really stay on top of what is happening in those highly needed categories so that, again, any organization that is in Spring Four has the ability to provide services.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So how often, like are you going back, is it monthly, six monthly? How often do you go back uh, to every single? It's, ma- it's, weak, it's weekly. weekly
1: now. Yeah. It's that important. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we have built our company on a record of trust and integrity and in providing good quality resources. Also, I should add, our intention was never to be the Google of every organization in a particular market. We really are drilling down to make certain that the organizations that we have in our database are really great at what they do. And you're right, not all nonprofits are treated equally. So we're making sure that any organization in there is doing a great job servicing its clients.
0: Right, right. So how many in the database?
1: Uh, Over 15,000. And that number continues to grow. Um, We're in 575 cities today that will continue to grow as well. We also have state and national resources. So that's why we're really well suited to work with a large financial institution that has, you know, customers all across the country. So no matter where a person lives, they can find assistance and help through spring four. Right.
0: Right. Okay. And then what about, I'm curious about, your, your customers and obviously when you pitch this you've got to there's got to be they're not going to they're not going to take it on unless they feel like there's a real return on the investment what what right. is the return on investment for for your clients here because obviously you know you it's going to cost money probably significant money for large banks to have this Have the, have your service so what do you tell them
1: yeah well number one it's going to impact their bottom line so We believe that when people are experiencing financial challenges, it's because something's happening in their life that gets in in the way of that payment. So by utilizing Spring 4, we address that root cause and we get people paying and saving again. So each of our subscribers is different, but they see significant repayment rates increase as a result of utilizing Spring 4. But what's great and what we've learned through the years is, and that was our number one Sort of thesis or premise was that we would definitely be able to impact repayment rates. But what we've also seen is a huge benefit to our subscribers on borrower engagement trust. Their borrowers are appreciative of getting these referrals. In addition, the call center employees that utilize Spring Four report being able to provide better customer service. They feel more positive about the role that they're playing at the bank. So we're really changing the tone of the conversation and the outcome that's happening at the call center, because now we've equipped a call center agent with the ability to provide empathy, to be able to provide, you know, the sense that they're listening to what's happening in that borrower's lives and help them down that journey to a positive resolution and we consistently survey the agents that utilize our tool. And it's always in the 90th percentile that they feel better equipped and see more positive resolutions or outcomes because of spring four. So it really is a win, win, win. But I think number one, you have to start with what is, you know, a bank's self-interest and it is repayment rate. Right, right. Um, but then all these other things combine to really create a full package and, we hear time and time again when we're on calls with our clients that, well, this seems like a no-brainer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, that's nice. So, so I, I'm curious then: do any of your clients use this proactively as sort of a marketing tool? Where you know you don't you don't want to encourage you know people to 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 sort of you know postpone payment, but I think as resources. I could imagine that particularly, you know, you've got, there's always going to be a certain segment. I mean, before this crisis as well, a certain segment that are always struggling. Right. So is, yeah, do you, is this a proactive tool or is it always reactive?
1: It's not always reactive. And I think it's really great and interesting to see a client of ours, a subscriber use it proactively. So many of our subscribers will utilize it to tweet out the availability of these products, or the resources, and, and when they do, they see their usage skyrocket. A lot of our subscribers have physicians spring 4 now on their COVID-19 response pages. So yes, it's responding to you know the current situation we're in with COVID-19 and the pandemic, but it's also proactive, right? So they're putting that out there front and center. Hey, if you need assistance, we're here for you. And the usage has really dramatically increased when they do that. We also have some clients who are using it in bank branches, although you know, many branches are not open today, but they have used it in bank branches to further that conversation or have something to be helpful if somebody comes in with issues.
0: Right, right. Okay. And uh, I want to get to this uh, report that, that you emailed me, which I thought was really interesting, showing the, the trends that you've seen in your business in the, in the, in the referrals, uh, particularly for financial assistance. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can give us just a, a quick summary of, of the report that you just recently put out.
1: Sure. Well, I guess most importantly has been the huge increase in demand and the referrals that are going out. So I think collectively with our subscribers, we are having an impact and delivering needed resources in a moment of you know, crisis for many consumers. So already this year, we've made over 1.6 million referrals. Um, in the month of May alone, we made nearly a half a million referrals. So that is dramatically increased. Uh, last year, we made a total of 1.2 million referrals. So by the end of June, we've already eclipsed that significantly and we know the demand is continuing and we actually have been hearing from a lot of subscribers and a lot of organizations in our pipeline that they're very fearful that this fall is going to be even worse because, you know, assistance is running out, right? Tomorrow, I believe it's tomorrow, the eviction moratorium ends and 23 million people could find themselves in in serious jeopardy of not having anywhere to live. So it's pretty dramatic what's going on out there. And um, so, you know, so we have demand for referrals increasing. We're seeing demand for referrals in food is number one, financial assistance, number two. So food, financial employment, of course, is number three, followed by uh, utility assistance. So I think that really paints a picture of what people are facing. Having food be the number one or most frequently requested referral resource says to me that people are very much struggling.
0: Yeah, you know, you see it on the news and people like saying, I've never been to a food bank in my life and uh, here I am because I need, I need, we need assistance. And, and I know lots of the, the food banks uh, throughout the country are really are really full right now or really, you know, they, they are really providing more assistance than probably ever before. So I want to ask about is, is this always used in the collections area or in the loan servicing type area? Is there Are there any other use cases for uh, your product?
1: Yeah, and it's interesting that you asked that, Peter, because um, we will be releasing a report next month, so mid-August, where we did a survey of low and moderate income consumers about the availability of resources and, and do they know where to turn. And what was interesting to me was that of people said that they did not know where to turn for resources when they were experiencing financial difficulty, but over 80% of people said that they would want to receive information and believe that their bank is a trusted source of that information. So I think there's a use case for making certain that people can have this information from a bank. And they also said that they would be interested in receiving it after applying for a loan, a credit card, or opening a checking account. So I think that there should be, and you know, there has been a great movement. We now have a financial health movement, which is right. so exciting to me. And when we started spring Fort, you know, nobody was talking about these underlying issues. There wasn't this concept that it's all connected. Right. And if we work on one area, it makes, you know, a person stronger and better. And so I think this is super exciting and it's an opportunity that collectively as an industry, we can help people get more financially healthy, right? It's not that difficult to present people with options and resources. And I think the time has come. Right. You know, we are seeing now that Spring 4 is not a nice to have, it's a necessity. And our clients who are already using Spring 4 are seeing the benefit of that during the pandemic.
0: Right, right. I know, and and financial health—it's—it's it's good. I mean, in some ways, you are like ten years ahead of your time. I think because I mean, it—it's it's certainly now there's a lot more awareness, and even before the pandemic, I mean, we noticed, uh, you know, here at LendIt where we, you know, twenty seventeen we started focusing on financial health and had a, having its own standalone track, and twenty seventeen we got you know a small number of people, and then each year the interest has doubled pretty much. In, right. Uh, yeah. And now, like we had, we had. Yeah, you know, I remember our twenty nineteen event. You know, there was a waiting list. There was a, there was a queue to get into the into the track. Because I love that. Because everyone was interested in it, and it is, and I feel like that's one thing that I keep harping on, and I, uh, that that we really fintech can make more of an impact here in financial health, and should this really should be, I think that the, the main the main purpose of, of mm-hmm. fintech is to really is to really help increase financial health for everybody, and uh, a lot uh, of it is
1: absolutely a lot
0: of it's information. I mean, let us face it: there's a lot mm-hmm. of it is just a lack a lack of information and choices. A, yeah, exactly. So I, I think we're, we're, we've really, I think it's good that, we're, that we've made progress over the last five years because I think now, we're, we, now we really are bearing the fruits of that. So I, I'd, I'd like to get your perspective. You mentioned the, the last financial crisis and I'd love to kind of get your perspective on what's different now. From your perspective, as far as the end user of your services, the borrowers that are struggling, what's different between you know two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, and twenty
1: twenty? Well, I mean, I think two thousand and eight was really about home ownership and mortgage foreclosures, and so the people that were affected were homeowners. And I think now it's so it's so vast, right? I mean, do we know, does anyone know anyone that has not been impacted or <laughs> affected by COVID-19 and the pandemic, whether you have gotten sick or not? I mean, it's just, it's, it's infiltrated every aspect of our lives. So this is going to be so much bigger. It's beyond just one industry. It's every single consumer out there which I think is one of the reasons why Spring 4 is definitely a part of the solution because we are almost a one-stop shop for any need that a consumer is facing, right? And we've intentionally built it that way. So that's why we have 25 plus service or spending categories. Really, when you think about anything that goes into a person's household budget, we try to make certain that we have a resource available for them to decrease the spend in that area. So I think that's one way that it's different. And I think the positive is that we've in the last, you know, 10 or 12 years have built up a lot of different information around financial health and products and innovation. It's so exciting, all of this. To me, the innovative fintech products that exist that are serving people who have not perfect credit or have financial, you know, emergencies or challenges, and I don't think that was there in 2008. I really think right. we had a very much a dual finance market where it was traditional banking and, you know, predatory, I believe, <laughs> products. <laughs> right. So we've we've seen a really nice growth in innovative affordable responsible lending products so that's yeah. my take on yeah. the end yeah. user
0: for sure for sure it's it's actually i mean it's good that as i said that these things are now there's there's much more option there are many more options for just the, for the consumer when it comes to credit than there ever has been before so we're running out of time so a couple more questions i want to get to so what's actually involved if there's a lender that's listening they say, "Oh that sounds interesting. What do you actually do and you said it was two it's two weeks to get up and running um mm-hmm. and obviously there's you said you're, it's independent of what kind of software they're running. What do you actually do? What do you implement at the at the lender so they can get up and running the spring fall
1: Sure. and one of the things I realize is i didn 't talk about our digital solution. so our digital solution is having a huge success right now because you know a lot of people can't get into a bank, you know, bank telephone lines can be overwhelmed and busy. So our digital solution, S4 Direct, is something, again, it can be up and running in two weeks where we co-brand with a financial institution to put Spring 4 on their website. It can be presented in many different ways. As I mentioned, a lot of banks are moving their Spring 4 Direct tool to their COVID-19 page, but it can be in their financial health page, their savings page, you know, mortgage assistance page where essentially you're branding it and asking uh, your customer, your borrower, are they looking for ways to save? And then they simply answer a couple of questions, put in their zip code, and they're directed to resources in their area for the categories that they want. But as far as um, working with us, it's a matter of you know getting in touch with us. We'll work through the requirements on our digital solution because it's not, it's all The tech is all on our side. We run all the back end. So it really is one to two hours of IT time for our subscribers. We can even host uh, a landing page and the website if a subscriber doesn't want to get into the weeds with their marketing team. And then our S4 Pro tool, the call center agent tool, it's really a matter of we will train your team. uh, Or we can do a train the trainer approach. It usually takes about a half an hour. We assign user names and passwords and the bank is up and running and utilizing it in their call center. So now, of course, that doesn't take into account like all the vendor compliance and risk management that goes through. But we're seeing uh, banks understand that this is something that's really needed. And so they're putting more resources on that to go get us through compliance quicker. It's not that we're not doing that compliance, but it's just the timeline has moved up, which is great. So the tool gets out there sooner.
0: Right, right. So I just want to be clear. You said, because obviously the pro tool is digital as well. I mean, it's all digital, right? There's no. Yeah, so like,
1: yes, yeah. The, the it's digital all in one the cloud. is. Yeah, the yeah, digital it's all is, in the cloud. is.
0: Is that sort of more consumer facing when you said yeah, the digital Yeah, it's solution? consumer
1: facing. Sorry. So it's like, yeah. for lack of a better word, a widget that would appear on a lender's website and the borrower would click on it and be able to self serve 24 7 and get those resources themselves. And then what we're seeing works really well is when a call center agent has access to our pro tool which is in the cloud as well they just log in at the beginning of their shift they access spring four when they send an email to that borrower if the bank also has s4 direct they can include a link which allows that borrower to continue to go back to their bank to get resources whenever they need them unfortunately there's a lot of multiple issues happening in people's lives. So, you know, they could, you know, be facing, you know, need food assistance, you know, one week and, you know, a few weeks later looking for help with um, a home repair or help with medical care costs. So that, you know, paired together, we see a lot of really great usage.
0: Right, right. Okay, so last question, you know, this has been a, I'm sure a crazy year for many of us and a crazy year, it sounds like for, uh, for spring four. What are you working on strategically? Like, what's next? Are you looking at you know, obviously, just getting through getting through the pandemic <laughs> yeah. is, is probably the first uh, the first goal for all of us, right? But right. Um, I'd like, like, I'd love to sort of see where you where you're taking this.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing that is front and center is that we launched two employer relationships partnerships this year. I believe that. You know, we started in the financial services industry. That's the space we knew. That was the problem we were trying to solve. But I'm very encouraged by this idea that employers understand that a good, you know, an employee who has good financial health is a positive for their company, for productivity, for you know, their reputation as an employer. And so we are looking to launch more relationships and partnerships with employers so that employees can be better financially healthy, we're always enhancing our tech and increasing the number of markets, the number of service categories. So um, that's really where we're mostly focused. We're seeing a lot of increased desire for spring forward to do API feeds and integrate into some uh, financial apps. So look for that as well. And then uh, the other thing is, you know, we may be maybe going international, this is a worldwide problem. And we're seeing interest from companies In other countries, mostly Canada and Australia, so never know.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, good luck. Uh, We'll have to leave it there. I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Rochelle.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure.
0: Okay. See. Take care, Peter. Mm You know, as you can probably tell, I'm pretty bullish on Spring4 and what they've done. You know, they were they were a finalist in our partnership award back uh, last year, and uh, I've been following them since then. And obviously, you know, this is the time that really their services are sorely needed. And and and, and I never really say this, but I, I really feel like if you're a lender and you don't have, you're not helping your borrowers in this way. Shame on you. I really think that every single lender should be helping their borrowers any way they can in this environment that we're in today. And this provides resources, it provides information, and really, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, it's it's going to increase your bottom line by by helping your collections. So, um, well, I, I really, I never really get, <laughs> I never really say this, but I think uh, you know, everyone, every lender in the country should be using a Spring 4 or resources like it. Anyway, on that note, I will sign off. I very much appreciate you listening and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Today's episode was sponsored by LendIt Fintech USA. The world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking is going virtual. It's happening online September 29 through October 1st. This year, with everything that's been going on, there will be so much to talk about. It will likely be our most important show ever. So join the fintech community online this year, where you will meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Lendit Fintech. Lending and banking connected. Sign up today at lendit.com USA.